welcome to the Talent X Movie Business Podcast. Well, obviously brought to you by Talent X. I'm your host, Shola Thompson. And today on the show, we're talking about, uh, we're talking with some very necessary people as it concerns a lot of the things that Talent X is doing at the moment. And that, of course, is as uh, we'll be speaking with the project manager for Talent X, as well as the recipients of the Talent X Creative Solidarity Fund, talking, and that's to Anita Abada and of course, uh, Leonard Chukwe-Lita. So obviously one thing I know for sure is, with this you can get to understand, probably maybe if, you're, if you do what's right, you might be able to find yourself getting some of these funds next time. And at the same time as well, to understand exactly where Talent X is going and you know what the future holds. So to jump right to it, let's speak with, uh, let's go to Mfon Basi. So Mfon, why did Talent X start the fund? Okay, um, great. So the fund was actually not planned initially, right? It was more or less our response to what was going on during the pandemic. So we're conscious the, the pandemic and the subsequent lockdown was more or less hampering on um, creative uh, sources of income, their creativity, and, and all of that, right? So um, the fund was more or less a way of trying to keep the creative uh, productive and creative at the same time during the pandemic. So, um, and uh, it was majorly a call to the writers and the producers, like, we can start talking about projects, right? So get creative, pitch projects to us, and uh, the best two will get funding, and uh, that's why we're here now. Well said. So, um, hi to Anita Abada and of course to Leona Chukwileta. So, um, we know you guys are the recipients of the Creative Solidarity Fund by Talent X. So, let's let's talk about the processes, or should I say, how you guys started getting involved. So, so what made you start doing movies? Let me ask you, Anita. Fine, thank you. I'm really excited to be here today, and thanks so much to um, Talent X. It's good to finally see you, and. So I started doing movies um, three years ago. I started off as a screenwriter when I applied for the Script to Screen Africa reality show because I love movies. I've always had a um, great love for movies and bringing ideas to screen. So when I came across the Script to Screen Africa audition, I started to apply as a screenwriter. I got into the house. It was a one month um, experience, so much drilling actually. It was really tasking. But um, at the end of the program, I, I wrote a script for my group and emerged the um, winner for the screenplay category. And afterwards, I decided it's time to fully go into filmmaking, um, writing scripts. So I've written a couple of scripts for clients. I've been working as an independent filmmaker because when I started off as a filmmaker, I was working with a tech company as a content creator. And after I came back from Script to Screen Africa, I realized it's time for me to just go into what I love to do. I didn't resign immediately, actually. I was still working with my tech company after I came back from the reality show. But um, along the line, I got a call from a, a media company asking me to come on board as a screenwriter. I went there and that has just the job since I decided I was going to go into film. And production, I delved into production and film distribution just last year after my experience with um, the first film company I worked with, 
I decided to go into distribution because I, I noticed a lot of people, a lot of filmmakers, young filmmakers like myself, have um, opportunities to make films but no avenue for them to distribute their films. They don't know the right channels to take their films to, or some people don't even know how to make returns on their film. They end up investing so much into movies and they don't make money from it. And they're asking, what's the problem? So I started to go into uh, film distribution and consultancy. I talked to some people, clients, on um, how to invest right in their films and how much TV platform pays, how much online platform pays, so they know what they are going into when they want to go into film. So that's basically it. And I produced my first film also just this year, my first feature film. Yeah, awesome. So that's awesome. Well done. Well, I, I mean, um, listening to how you broke it down and what you went through, I'm pretty sure if you were to screenwrite your own journey to movies, it could be a very big blockbuster as well. Very interesting journey indeed. So yeah, let's let's check you out, uh, Mr. Mika. Uh, tell us exactly how, you know, what made you start doing movies? Okay, good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Mr. Scholar. Good afternoon, Fun. <laughs> Um, thank, thank you to Tyler. Um, so what made me start? I don't know if I can remember one moment. <laughs> Just like a series of events. Um, from when I was much younger, you know, I was exposed to I was exposed to the drama unit of my church at the time. You know, I used to follow my sister to rehearsal. And then, you know, you just watch them bring the story to life and you know, all the emotions that it can provoke. And you see the power of story and how it can sort of inspire behavioral changes and whatnot. And then, so I just fell in love with the entire process, even from drama, like I mean, theater. So I got involved. Um, but of course, nothing that you are, it's, it's a taboo to take that serious and to pursue that as a career. You know, so I pursued, I pursued engineering and whatnot. But I had an experience in, in my university that sort of made me to to reconnect to myself, what I love. Yeah. And it was not the most pleasant of experiences, but it pretty much it pretty much had to do with me, you know, making a very tough decision and you know, reconnecting to what I love. And that's how I started telling stories. And so for my right. days, this is like some seven years ago. I yeah. I left school. I left school and I went to Calabar at the time. I think that was um, for Afrif. Right. 2014 Afrif. You know, I, I wasn't invited, but I knew I wanted to be here. So I snuck into classes, into directing classes. You know, uh, for every time they were taking like a roll call, I'll find a way to escape so that people are not wondering, this guy, did he hear your name? Hey, what are you doing here? That kind of stuff. You know, but I, I knew what I wanted. So I wanted the experience. I wanted to learn. I wanted to be exposed to the, the industry at the time. And so I had to pay the price for that. Um, that started off my journey into film professionally. I made that short film that then went back to Africa the next year in 2015 and was was up for the best short film student, the best student short film, you know. And then so from then it has been one film to another film. We started like a production company called Short Media where we do not just films, we do animations, um, we run campaigns for brands, so like an art firm. Um, um like it's the connections to do amongst other things. And yes, mm. I have done I've done Money Marriage documentary, I've done What Happened on Top Street TV films, and I'm believing that um, Wives of Patrick will be the first film that a lot more drama to it, you know, turmoils and, and roadblocks and whatnot, but this is a summary. Very, very awesome. 
also just as interesting and entertaining so far. And obviously, I guess you had to go through this to be able to find yourself at uh, this yeah. position. Obviously, the recipient of the Talent X Creative yeah. Solidarity Fund. Fantastic stuff. So, so fun. Why exactly? Why did we pick these two stories? You know, what was the process for you and you know the company? Okay, um, I'll I'll go through the process first. So, um, we had a lot of entries, over a hundred and seventy. Um, so, congrats to you guys again for for making it And we had to whittle them down, fifty, and then we had um uh, in-house professional screen uh how do I put it uh screen evaluating board we have them to screen right. all of those 50 you know and we have a parameter for testing basically so they they all had individual scores and the highest scoring four got into the final uh, and then we made all four of them then write scripts because prior to that we, we just had submissions of the synopsis and the treatment you know so we made all four of them write scripts and of the four scripts, I must tell you, it was a really difficult decision because all four were great, right? It's best of all four, you know, because um, we, we all read the synopsis and the treatments. We knew um, our excitement levels for what could come of those projects before um, Anita's and Inika's team closest to those expectations. And yes, that's, that's why they're the response recipients. All right, all right, fantastic. So um, these stories, uh, let's let's talk about you know what inspired your stories. You know that's for both of you, Anita and Mika. So tell us very quickly what inspired these stories. Okay, so I guess I'll go first. Um, yeah. For my story, yeah, I I got inspired by an experience I had um, a couple of years ago when I was working with my tech firm, obviously. So I was going to work one day and I saw this very little girl on the road. She was begging, limping. So I got to her and um, gave her money and tried to just strike up a conversation with her because sometimes I just go around on me to talk to people, just want to enter into people's heads. So I saw this little girl and I was wondering why was she begging on the Kedja railway at that time of the morning. I tried to talk to her and she was very, very apprehensive. So she tried to cut the conversation. She wasn't willing to even talk. And I just felt, okay, probably she felt insecure or a stranger is trying to strike up a conversation. So what do you expect? I left that morning, went to work. Then a week, I think a week or two weeks later, I was on Insta blog and I saw a news where um, they said the police arrested um, beggars in Lagos with their beggar lord and a lot of things. And I went through the pictures and I saw the picture of the same little girl I'd seen at the Kedja Railway, and I was like, how does, it, how does this even work? I started asking questions, and I realized that um, a lot of people bring people from um, rural areas to the urban city to beg, and most times these people don't have um, means of, other means of livelihood. They don't have um, houses, they don't have um, food, so they promise them food, shelter, and all those things just to get them to beg, and the money comes back to the person who is in charge. And I even found out that this beggars um, in Lagos have um, like an association. So they have like the head of the beggars association. Every beggar remits money to this head of the beggar association. And I realized this is a, a form of trafficking that is happening under our nose and we really do not notice it. We don't see it. 
we just feel these people are random beggars. You see a, a lady with um, two children, you think they are children, they are not. They are brought into the city to beg. When they are done for the day, they remit the money to the beggar lot. So this experience made me realize that a lot of things are happening around us that we do not take note of. And if we do, there are better stories we can tell. And since then, I told myself, I'm going to tell the story. I need to talk about this. So we are aware that these are some kind of things happening around us that we do not take note of. So that was what wow. inspired my story. Awesome, awesome, fantastic. So uh, Emeka, let's get to you also. So what inspired your story? Okay, so I'll start off by saying congratulations to Anita. That's, that sounds like a very interesting story. <laughs> very interesting story. It's like my first time ever meeting her. Um, so for my story, the wife of Patrick, um, I had an experience while I was in service. By service, I mean the National Youth Service. Uh, it's like a mandatory experience for graduate of universities in Nigeria. And um, so I was posted to some rural community against my will, of course. I didn't like the idea. <laughs> but now I'm thankful that I went even. And so I experienced a story there. You know how we hear stuff in, in urban communities and if it's, it's, it, it seems difficult to process that information that you hear that the 12 year old is sold into marriage or whatever the experiences are. And you just hear about it in Northern Nigeria and you're like, oh, this happens and then it, you know, it goes over you. But now I experienced it like, I carried in my arms the child of a 12 year old that was married for money. <laughs> you know, so like what it did to me, I can't even explain the feeling, honestly. And so when I, when I returned to Lagos, I, I told myself, you know what, I'm going to find a way to tell the story. So two things inspired me. One, the story of these girls, and also, I feel that there's a way that we tell those narratives that do not have entertainment value so that we cannot reach a large audience. You know, so you see a very serious concern, oftentimes made into documentaries, which is fine and good. You know, but um, because of the nature of documentaries in itself, it sort of places a limitation on how much you can get an audience you know, to want to enjoy the story. It's, it's considered to be very serious. It has not so much value. So it's not, it's like a story needed to travel. So I did the first thing to go and do a documentary, you know, tell, you know, sort of hear the stories of these girls. And I said, I was going to, to this is going to be sort of like, um, you know, just to gather the, the stories, right? And then put it in festivals, documentary, and it did well. It, it won my documentary in itself. And so from then, I started to plan towards making this film in itself. Um, one, exposing the culture. Two, also position it in a way that the members of the public not demonize these guys, but exposing the fact that um, Yes, what they're doing is wrong, but we also need to learn that if they had a little exposure to the truth or the right ways, we can actually rewrite these cultures, you know? And so it was very tasking. And um, the good thing is I, I already sort of had the story in mind where I was going to go. So even when we started the writing process in Talent X, because I had like a visual image of what I wanted to do, it was easy for me to like, and given the time. If not, I don't think I would have been able to deliver the scripts in that time. You know, so um, I was inspired both by the stories of these girls and the need to tell a story that I feel that can travel far and we can, we can sort of inspire change in the rural communities by provoking empathy from the public. All right. 
All right, great stuff, great stuff. You, you guys have uh, definitely, you know, been um, able to experience. Yeah, uh, did you want to, to say something? To quickly add something, right? Monday, to tell stories that are authentic, right? And stories mm -hmm. that can provoke real human emotions, which obviously then ties in um, mm -hmm. the ability to travel, right? So um, those two projects that we're talking about now obviously did, uh, they did that for, for talent, you know, in their recognizable stories, they're true, and we believe they can spark um, human emotions. And it's also different from um, what's out there, not to uh, put down what's being told now, but the social class, blessed ones, you know, the stories that are out there or that people seem interested in telling, seem to um, portray glam and all of that, but these are the neglected social class, people no one wants to uh, project to the world. So yes, um, those were also two factors that did it well for, for the project for, for talent. Hey, all right, the social class that most people wouldn't want to project to the world, you know, so more yes. real human uh, stories. Exactly. Very, very, exactly. very, very interesting indeed. Subscribe now to get more movie business podcasts. Okay, so so to you guys, still Anita and of course uh, Leonard. So so what exactly would you say? Well, what do you guys have out now, and, and also what can we expect in the future for both of you? All right. So um, presently, like I said, I just started my journey to um, producing. So I produced my first feature film this year, and. Uh, um, next month or at most in November, I should be on TV and I intend to also market it to other online pl platforms. I'm already talking to my network and looking at how to get it out there. And, um, for now that is what I have on ground. And of course, Barney, Barney is a project that is very, very dear to my heart. And I'm really glad. I'm really excited that Talent X found it um, worthy to be funded for production. I believe it's a project that would really travel. And um, afterwards, definitely I intend to do, make more films. Um, very um, social impact driven. I've been working on a couple of documentaries um, in collaboration with um, a foundation. And we are, it's, a, it's an impact project with communities in Badagri, Korodu, Ekwe. So I'm directing those and hopefully we're looking at taking them to international festivals too. And of course, I intend to make more films for the cinema, for TV, and for festivals. Thank you. All right. Fantastic, fantastic. Looks like it's bright. The future is bright, and we'll be see. We'll get to see your name many, many more times when it comes to you know the silver screen, right? So yes, to make as well. So what exactly? What do you have out now, and what can we expect? Okay, so I have a couple of film project, feature film, um, that I produced and directed for TV, one of which is What Happened on Third Street, from another interview. Currently, Money Marriage, the documentary that inspired this film, while Patrick is doing his festival rounds, um, mm. screened in a number of festivals across Europe and Africa here, and even in Nigeria, screened in Africa, screened in Germany, screened, it even won the best international short documentary at Kansas International Film Festival in the US. And, oh, wow. Um, yeah, a number, of, a number of festivals, other festivals still. So I, I even recently got 
got reached out from a festival in Germany asking that I submit ID for possible screening. And nice. while that is happening, we're, we're planning in earnest for Wives of Patrick, which I believe would have the kind of impact that the boy that Ernest Wien has in African cinema. Wow. Uh, because like Mifon said, you know, I'm very strong about I'm very strong about how far it's going to go. I'm very positive. It's it's authentic, it's real, it's original, and it's it sort of sort of does that thing where you know we realize our own because we're too fixated on what others are doing. So sometimes we need to stop and say, okay, let me let me let me take care of what I have in the house. Let me look inwards. Let me stop mm-hmm. all the comparison. Let me stop you know talking to what else happening outside, and let me do some fixing inwards. And mm-hmm. then going forward, going forward, I, I I I'm going to be in this industry for very long time you know making films that i love making films that have that very strong social impact value and combines that with commercial success as well so we're not just making films that um that we know would provoke emotions but also films that would interest a wide variety of audience because of the storytelling style which would then even, which would which I feel like would have a lack the you know um, a bigger impact if we can do that make that combination. So this is it for me and I've written a number of other stories and I, I believe that I believe that um, this is going to be like a huge stepping stone to to even make all the other script that I have written down one that I have locked in my locked up somewhere that I can then pull out and start to make. So that's it for me really. Fantastic stuff. Fantastic stuff indeed. So I know, obviously, I think, I mean, as it is called Talent X, uh, they've been able to spot uh, the best talents based on what you guys have been working on and also the fact that what's been what's inspired you to make these stories. You know, I guess a lot of research and, you know, the proper homework was done. So kudos to Talent X. You know, that was a you know, it looks like you guys definitely, definitely screened as hard as you could and you found the best best people for this. So it's exciting stuff indeed. So let's see. Um, so for you guys as well, uh, what, what advice would you have, do you have for other upcoming filmmakers? Because, you know, you've explained the journey and you have a lot of experience with uh, how hard it was for you to find yourself in this particular favorable situation. So for any other person listening right now thinking, you know what, I, I really want to do this. I know it was a lot of hard work. And some people might even think maybe they don't have it in them because it looks like, you know, with as far as talent, you know, inborn talent, you guys have that in surplus. But what ex- what advice would you give them to make sure that they feel, you know, well, don't make these mistakes and at the same time, this is how you can get there. So let me start with you, Anita. To be honest, I'm going to say that it's pretty not easy for young filmmakers out there, mostly Nigerian filmmakers, because it's a tough one. There are a lot of people I've spoken to with them um, beautiful ideas great ideas but no means of financing that's the major issue most young filmmakers face you don't have the network you don't have the connection you don't have um you don't have the finance nothing then you're asking yourself how do i even start but you just have to start first that is what matters because if anybody's going to invest in you they need to see what you've done what you've been up to how good you are and you cannot tell me you're good at writing and i can't see script you've written or oh i'm a director and you've not even tried out something very little even if it's with your phone so i would advise young filmmakers out there to start first and um like i said in my um that research it is very important to collaborate 
because you cannot do it all by yourself. Mm-hmm. My film, just two of us, I said it earlier that it was based on a collaboration. I had this idea and I met somebody who felt like, oh, I love your idea. It's been seen a couple of my scripts, the ones I've written for TV and all. And he said, oh, I think this story is good. Let's just make it. And he had the financing for it. We met somebody else who had um, some other things we needed and we came together to make this film. So it's important for young filmmakers to collaborate. It is not a competition. What You have what you need, rather. Talk to them, come together, do something, and everybody gets the credit. All I'm right. also looking at Very well said. Filmmaker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so let's let's get to it very quickly. Advice for uh, you know the upcoming filmmakers. What do you have for them? Okay. So I mean, Anita said it all. Well, I'll just add a few things. Um, so I think that I think we're I don't know maybe because of how fast paced things have gotten right now, a lot of people don't really buy the idea of process. Um, so for me, I started off very early. I I knew I wanted to make films. I knew I wanted to direct films, but you know, I, I got very sound advice from someone that I hold in high esteem and he told me start off somewhere, you know, in the production, you know, in the chain. Uh, do something else that's connected to film, you know, be be an be an assistant on someone's projects, you know, find time and grow your skill while also being committed to your stories and your dream, stay relevant in the industry in itself. And um, if Talent X had met me six years ago, I bet you they would not fund my project. <laughs> <laughs> Still finding yourself, I, yeah. I, I had to drive. I mean, that's the truth. I had to drive. I had a passion, but I haven't used the skill set. So I might have, you know, so I might have cast myself back then and said, ah, I'm a fantastic storyteller, but I wasn't ready. And that's the honest truth. But in that time, what was I doing? I was paying attention to my growth and being very intentional about it. And so we're here, and I'm really grateful to Talent X, but I, 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 I'm grateful to every single person that has been a part of my journey and has helped me to enjoy the process, to enjoy the process. And I feel like we should learn it as young filmmakers. I'm far from where I want to be. I see all the strides that people ahead of us are making. I mean, I want to make the film like, like do what Kula Falanya is doing, but it won't happen just like this. It's it's process, it's time, so enjoy it. Okay, enjoy the process. And so I guess that brings us to a close. But before we wrap up, let's just find out exactly, you know, Talent X, what is Talent X planning next? Alfonso, you know, tell us so we can know for sure just exactly how excited we should be. Okay. Okay. Um, we're in exciting times, right? I, I, I won't be able to go into specifics, but we're still keeping on with our mandate, which is supporting creative helping them um, tell their story, bringing structure to everything they're doing, you know. Um, and just like the Creative Solidarity Fund came about in January, so we didn't plan for that, and um, we saw the need to help out in that regard. So um, you, can, you can expect other exciting things. Uh, I'll suggest you follow us across all our social, social media platforms. So um, it's talentx.africa on Facebook and Instagram. It's talentxafrica on Twitter. Yeah. And the and is an ampersand sign and infrastructure on LinkedIn. So as long as you're, you're keeping up with us on, on social media, yeah. as, as soon as any of these um, opportunities pop up, um, yeah, you'll you be yeah. to them. Yes, but 
talent is very, very much committed to supporting the whole process. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, thank you guys for that. Obviously, there's yeah, a whole yeah. lot listening to would be able to pick up on and say, you know what, this is exactly what I need to do. And then they know that the process isn't exactly just easy. And also they can respect the fact that, you know, you have to have real talent, you know, because that's one of the only ways talent X would be able to spot you. So let's get right to it. So um, as it is customary for the Talent X Movie Business Podcast, we need to know your top five movies. Let's start with you, Anita. So your top five movies don't feel don't feel like anybody's gonna judge you it's you know yeah your own your own personal top five movies not movies that you think are the top five so. it's actually difficult calling just five movies but i'll try um in no particular order so nobody shoots me tomorrow <laughs> um okay i love um great gatsby say that great again gatsby. the great, great gatsby. gatsby yes yeah the movie yeah um Figurine. The Figurine, um, The Curious Case of Benjamin Button, um, and... No, we have three. There's two more to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. Diamond Ring. Diamond Ring, classic, uh-huh. Yeah, and um, Inception. Hmm. That is, that's a very, that's, that's a good list. That's a very good list indeed. You know your, you know your stuff. That's a good list. <laughs> I, I appreciate the fact that you didn't pick some of the cliched ones, you know, so good job, oh. good job. All right, uh, I think we'll wait for a makeout to just jump, jump, jump back in. Hopefully he is not too far away. All right, some fun, uh, you know, I feel like I should do like, give you a little drum roll, you know. <laughs> <laughs> They're about to drop yeah. me. <laughs> All right, come on, let's, let's have it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my, yeah, my top five um, movies are based off of obviously personal preferences. Um, but I would like to think number one is the Shawshank Redemption, right? Classic. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the rest are in no particular order. Um, I also liked Fight Club. I think, I think it was a great movie. I love mm. Gone Girl. Um, what else? Uh, um, in the most recent times, so I liked the journey I went through with um, the miracle in seven. Seven. Um, and then for the last one, the miracle cell number seven. I don't know if they okay. see in okay. yeah. it's just yeah. miracle in cell number seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I liked I liked the, the emotional journey that that took me. For the last one, <laughs> this is this is going to be very funny. But I liked um, the invention of lions by Rick Chavez. Um I, I think it was a billion movie. I think it was a billion movie. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, Vice is the maniac, and nobody else could have played that exactly. as good because because of his facial expression. Exactly. Exactly. Well, interesting, beautiful choice. Yeah, I like the yeah. mix. I like the way you mixed it, you know, from your, as you said, it is personal, but then you didn't just keep it all yeah. serious. You know, it was good job. Yeah, man. yeah. <laughs> Thank you very all much. All right, so let's get to you. So your top five movies. Mm. So this is tough. Okay, so um, Killing Figures for me, because of, of the story and the approach. Um, Killing what? Killing Figures. Killing figures. 
Yeah, so um, hidden figures, um, six cents. Hidden figures, six cents. Um, mm -hmm. ah. Fences. Fences. Fences, interesting. You like your, it's like you like yes. your black, you know, African American. <laughs> yes, black I do. Skin. I do a lot. It's good. I do. I do. I. Um, let me say seven to six. Okay. All right. Something to Nigerian. Okay. And, um, I've seen it. Yeah. One. Good movie. Yeah. No, really good movie. Um. Hmm. Okay. Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight. Yes. Hateful Eight. All right. So that's, that's about two, two, two Denzels. So you're a big fan of Denzel for sure. <laughs> big, big fan of Denzel. Big, big fan of Denzel. Interesting. Interesting. But yeah, good choices. Good job. And and I just like how very you know, different they are. And as I said, we avoided a lot of the cliched ones that we mentioned, some very necessary ones. I think it defines also your processes yeah. and your journeys as well. So how you come about your stories, yeah. how you and how you write, you know. So great job, guys. Great job. And thank you once yeah. again for joining us. This was a very, very interesting podcast. And also very nice to get to pick your brain as to how it works. And I'm sure you've inspired some upcoming filmmakers out there to understand exactly just uh, how it is. It could be possible if they have your type of talent, or basically they have your 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 intensity. Let me put it that way. So obviously, we'll be looking forward to you inspiring more in the future and more work from all of you. And of course, great projects, future projects from Talent X. So thank you once again. Thank you for joining, and we'll catch you guys on the other side as usual. Hope you have a fantastic right, day. All right, guys. Nice work. Bye-bye now. Subscribe now to get more movie business podcasts.